want to make a podcast, Spotify has got a platform that lets you make one super easily, distribute it everywhere, and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or your computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And when you want to take conversations with your fans to the next level, Q&As and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. Ever since I discovered Spotify for Podcasters, I feel so supported in the creation and distribution of my show. Spotify for Podcasters hosts masterclasses, office hours, and more to help creators develop and fine-tune their skills. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. Hello, 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 my loves. Welcome back to 8020. My name is Lily. I'm your host. And today's episode is our monthly advice episode. These are my favorites to record. I look forward to recording these every single month and we got some really, really good questions, some good topics that we're going to dive into today. So I'm super pumped. As always, you guys know I just love recording the podcast. So it doesn't really matter what the topic is. I'm just excited to talk about it. I'm always super pumped to talk about it. But today we actually do have some really solid, good topics. And a lot of the questions that you guys asked were like multiple like a couple of you asked the same question if that makes sense so like a lot of people asked about how to make friends as an adult a lot of people asked about you know like some money stuff which is interesting um some of you asked about like college related things so we're just gonna have we just have a lot of really good topics to touch on today but before we get into that i did want to share a couple announcements with you guys First things first, I am hiring an assistant. If you guys follow me on Instagram, you probably already know this. I have put out the call for a, I'm calling it a creative and administrative assistant. The purpose behind this position is to essentially just support me um, as a business owner, as a health coach. Um, I really just need a lot of help with I don't want to call them like the little things because they're super duper important things that need to get done, but there are just so many items on my to-do list and that could be cut in half if I had an assistant. So all last week, I was just thinking about how having an assistant would truly free up so much more time for me and would allow me to be able to take on more clients and work on more projects than the time that I'm spending doing these random little tasks. Things like doing the newsletter every week or editing a podcast episode or even coming up with like the graphics and stuff to post on the podcast Instagram every week is so time consuming like more than you think it is and it would probably free up like 10 to 15 hours of my week if I could pass that along to an assistant so um, I am putting out the call on my podcast because I put it out on Instagram I put it out on LinkedIn I put it out on a YouTube video that's also going live tomorrow the position is still up for grabs um, I've had a couple people contact me saying that they're gonna send their application but still haven't well it's not even really an application all I'm asking for is 
just send me your resume and like a couple sentences, like less than a page, um, honestly less than half a page as to why you think that you're the best fit person for this position. If you want more information on this position, I have a highlight on my Instagram page. It's just called LRH is hiring and you can go see all the details there. I'm so excited to just expand my team and I know that with an assistant, like I can just take this business to the next level. I just really could use an extra set of hands and eyes and an extra creative mind um, in the office with me. So if that sounds like you, please um, send in your resume and your cover letter and I cannot wait to meet you guys. Announcement or question, I guess, number two, um, is I want to know how you guys really feel about Lil's Circle. And the reason I'm asking this is because from a business standpoint, I don't know if, and this also goes back to getting an assistant, I don't know if the platform is necessarily A, what I want it to be, and B, worth my time. And let me tell you why. So I cannot see any analytics. Like, I don't know if I love this platform that we're like on right now. It's called Tribe. I can't see analytics. So like, I can't see how many people are actually looking at the journal prompts or how many people are actually like scrolling through the podcast page and looking at what other people post. I can only see if you've liked something or commented on something. So I only see like a couple people liked yesterday's journal prompts, but you know, all 400 of you on the platform could be using the journal prompts right now. Like I don't know what the scenario is. So I would love to hear your guys' feedback on the platform. Um, So I will, I mean, you can send me a DM on Instagram or you can um, post it on the platform itself, like what you like best about the platform and what else you might want me to add to the platform because right now it's pretty much just journal prompts and it's not necessarily what I wanted the platform to be was just journal prompts Um, and I also like when we did the four dates of healthy habits challenge back in July, we did um, all the content on there, but I'm like, would it just be beneficial to add like a blog feature on my website? And it could be the same thing. Like, I don't really know how we're going to go with that. I definitely just wanted Lil Circle to be like a trial run and something fun that we could add to like this season of the podcast. Um, But as the season's kind of coming to a close, like we only have another month of season two. So let me know what you guys think of Lil Circle. If you think that you enjoy the platform if you'd rather see like the journal prompts on Instagram or if you'd rather see them as like blog posts on my website. I don't know. What do you guys like? Or if you have a completely different idea, please let me know. I'm so open to any and all feedback. It's so fun being a business owner and being a creative person because there's so much trial and error. And right now, like in my health coaching business, we've been open technically for eight months now, almost nine months. And since January of 2021, Um, And I've done so much trial and error throughout this whole first year that I am really getting the hang of things, which is cool to say, but I also have so much growing and so much learning to do and I'm still trying to figure out how exactly can best help you guys and meet you where you are. So please let me know what you guys are thinking of Little Circle, if you use it, if you don't use it, what you like about it, what you don't like about it. And if you don't use it and you have an account, why don't you use it? 
Alrighty, getting into what you all came here for, the Q&A, the questions, the advice column, call it what you want, but we're going to go ahead and get into it now. First question is, how did you convince your parents to let you do online college slash stray away from the typical college path? I feel like I talk about my college transferring a bunch of different times story pretty frequently on the show and I talk about it because I feel like a it's shaped me into the person who I'm supposed to be and b everybody just showcases like the cool college experience no one really showcases transferring three times and then ending up in your hometown you know right back where you started essentially but not necessarily right back where I started because I've grown so much just through all of this crazy stuff that I've been through and shit and drama and lord knows what else but um how did I convince my parents to let me do online college it was my parents idea Um, my dad was the one who came to me and said you should look at University of Maryland Global Campus and I think that online college especially with the way that the world is going I think that it would be such a great path for you it was relatively inexpensive and it just really worked out perfectly for me so I didn't have to do any convincing but I think for someone who is maybe you have really strict parents or your parents have certain expectations for you I'm really lucky in the sense that my parents have always supported me no matter what, as long as I have a plan. That's the biggest part of it. If you don't have some sort of plan or some sort of route that you're going to take, if you go to your parents and say, oh, I want to do something crazy, and you don't have a plan, like literally plan A, plan B, plan C, they're going to be like, why? You know, if you don't have reasoning behind it, if you don't have a plan, they're probably not going to be able to support you if you come to them and say something like, oh, I want to do this crazy thing, but you don't have a plan for it, you know? So if you come up with plans A, B, and C, maybe even D, and you go to them and say, this is the reason why I want to do this, and these are my options, they're probably going to have a way easier time supporting you how do i completely have a fresh start new beginnings new habits etc this is a really interesting question because i don't think that you can just wake up one day and decide that your entire life is something that it wasn't before creating new habits creating a new beginning happens over time and it also happens by shifting something in your life currently so if you're looking for a fresh start there's probably something in your life that's not currently working so i would recommend that you pinpoint that thing that's not working and then figure out what you could do better to make your life better and if you want to start a new habit you have to commit to it if you want to have some sort of new beginning i would definitely recommend that you go for it get after it whether this new beginning is like a new job or moving to a new place or looking for a new friend group, which we'll talk about in a minute. I also know that too much change all at once isn't healthy either. So I wouldn't recommend trying to just like wake up one day and changing your whole life around because that's a surefire way to head back to your old ways very, very quickly. But slowly adapting into the person who you want to be is probably going to be the best route to take. Next question. I really liked this one and this is something that I've been meaning to talk about for a long time is money, money related. Do you ever struggle with feeling like you're paying too much for an exercise class? I personally can't justify spending $30 on a yoga class. Totally fair and really good question. Money 
is essentially an exchange of energy. Like ultimately that's what it is. And so if you pay the business, say 30 bucks for a yoga class, a workout, and if you feel like you are not finding value in that workout, like the value that matches the price tag, then that's a choice that you have to make for yourself. You know, like if you personally do not believe that this yoga class is worth $30, then don't pay $30 for a yoga class. But on the other hand, someone could totally see that exchange of energy as super valuable. So they might be willing to pay more than $30 for this same exact yoga class. And I think something to remember too is that everybody has different things that they like to spend their money on, right? So there are some people who go get a cup of coffee out and about every single day and there are some people that refuse to buy coffee out and about because they have a coffee maker at home and that's just a complete personal decision and for the people who have a coffee maker at home they don't see the value in going to starbucks every day but people who go to starbucks every day maybe don't see the value in getting a coffee maker at home ultimately it's just totally up to the individual and how you perceive money how you perceive this exchange of energy so it's really just a choice i feel like that you have to make for yourself but also thinking about it from a business perspective like if you're going to some type of boutique fitness center so say like I don't know, whatever this yoga class is, this $30. I don't know where you live, but you probably live in like New York City, where I feel like a yoga class being 30 bucks is pretty typical. I think a yoga class in my hometown's like anywhere from 15 to 20. Um, so it really just depends on like location. If you're in a big city, rent's probably astronomical. So for them to fill a class, they probably have to charge $30. Um, it costs money to run the lights and the water and pay the instructors and then pay the front desk staff. And then plus you have the value of the class. So this business has essentially said that this class is worth $30. And that's a decision that they made, um, a business decision that they made. And that's just how it is. And if you don't see the value in paying $30, then don't pay $30. Maybe go somewhere where you only have to pay $15 or maybe get some type of yoga yoga membership at home Um that you can get on your phone and maybe it's $30 a month and you get unlimited amounts of classes. So I think ultimately it's just about seeing the value in what you're buying. And if you don't think that the price tag and the product match up, then it's just definitely not a purchase that you need to be engaging in. Tips on making friends as an adult. This is a really good question because it's something that I struggle with as well. Um, I'm a pretty introverted person and you could leave me alone for like a week and I would be perfectly fine like I do not have to be around people to be happy and um it's a it's a blessing and a curse I will say but I think that's something that's been really really beneficial to me um when it comes to trying to make friends as an adult is finding some sort of activity or hobby maybe we'll use yoga as another example um if you really enjoy yoga Maybe you try to make friends in the yoga studio. So maybe start to chat it up with the front desk staff. Maybe chat it up with the person on the mat next to you before the class starts. Um, and just start talking to people, which I know can be super, super intimidating, especially if you're not really super talkative, if you're not very outgoing. Um, but it could be something as simple as, hey, I love your top. Where'd you get it from? Oh, it's from this brand. Oh, I've never heard of that. You know, after class, can you like send me the link to the top? And then, you know, whatever. And then it could possibly turn into a friendship. I also think that it's important to be super open-minded too. Like you never know where you might find a friend. So I think just being kind to everyone and 
being friendly is obviously super important. A lot of people give off a not so friendly vibe and I definitely am a big energy person. So if I feel like someone isn't super friendly or if someone honestly has a really bad like resting bitch face, I'll probably feel super intimidated and not want to engage with this person. Um, But if you are wearing a smile on your face and you seem just kind of approachable. I think it's a lot easier to make friends and granted this is kind of just like a personality thing um, but definitely just maybe displaying yourself as friendly could be beneficial but I think that the most important thing is like not compromising your like standards of friendship just because you are so desperate for friends like I hear it's so much from people like oh like I got myself into a really bad friend group and now I don't know what to do and I think when we become so desperate just to fit in because it's honestly just like part of human nature right like we want to fit in we want to feel like we are supported we want to feel like we're a part of something and when we get ourselves into a situation where maybe we don't necessarily vibe with these people but we make ourselves think that we do because we think that we need to be a part of something those types of situations never really end well so don't lower your standards or lower your expectations for friends just because you want to fit in i think that it's way better to fly solo or have a really small circle than have a group of people that you really have nothing in common with and that really don't care about you because I've been in that position before and it sucks and I'd much rather have a couple really super close friends than a group of like 20 people who don't even know like when my birthday is, you know? Next question is how do I know if my friendship with someone is toxic? I think if you are asking me that question, you already know the answer. And granted, I don't have any details of your exact situation, But if you are starting to believe that this person is not good for your mental health, is not bringing you joy, is not bringing you happiness, is not acting like a friend, I think you know what my answer to your question is going to be. How do you deal with bad body image days? I actually just recorded an entire podcast episode on body image so I would definitely encourage you to go listen to that but my number one tip for dealing with bad body image days is just taking a moment to sit back and thank yourself and thank your body for everything that it's done for you and then making sure that you're truly taking care of yourself so if you know that you're doing all the right things for your body if you know that you're moving your body the way that you're supposed to be if you know that you're fueling your body with the best types of food if you know that you're doing all the right things for your mental health, if you are participating in positive self-talk, if you know that you're doing all those things, give yourself grace. Know that this is just a bad day, not a bad life, and this feeling is going to pass. But definitely positive self-talk is so important and making sure that you're truly taking care of yourself is just as important. Any tips on staying organized and keeping my room clean and tidy? Guys, I love organization, but I definitely feel like there are points in my life where this kind of goes out the window. So I think that tidying up a little bit every single day is what will help you stay organized and keep your space, room, bedroom, house, dorm room, whatever you're in, nice and neat and tidy. So when you wake up in the morning, instead of like throwing your pajamas on the floor, just fold them and put them back in the drawer, put them in a hamper. Um... 
and take an extra two minutes to make your bed. Take an extra couple minutes to put your dishes in the dishwasher instead of putting them in the sink. Take a couple extra seconds to put all the makeup away back into the drawer of your vanity or of your desk or of your bathroom when you're done with it or putting it back into a makeup bag and putting the makeup bag back in a drawer. Like it's just these little teeny tiny extra moments. It really doesn't take super long to just pick up after yourself, but it really, really adds up. And I will definitely say the times when I feel like my life is most chaotic, my space is super unorganized and really dirty. Next question is how can you say no to people when you feel burned out? This is going to be the most annoying answer ever and I I hate to be this way, but literally just say no. Like you have to become okay with saying no. It is so hard, especially for people who are people pleasers like myself. I used to really, really struggle to say no to things, but once I realized that it's okay to say, no, I'm okay. I don't really want to go out tonight and you don't have to follow that with an excuse like no is a full sentence. I mean, you don't even have to follow it up with, I don't really want to go out tonight. You can just say no no, I'm good. I'm okay. Granted, sometimes that can kind of like hurt people's feelings. I feel like guys have a lot easier time saying no than girls do. I don't know what it is, but just like seeing like my boyfriend Sam and like his friends interact, they're like, no, I'm okay. Like, And and nobody's feelings get hurt. But with girls, it's like, oh, well, if she doesn't want to hang out with me, then it's going to be this whole big problem and blah, blah, blah. But literally, you are allowed to say, no, I'm good. I don't want to go out today. I can't go out today. Or I just have a lot of school to get done or have a lot of homework or I have a lot of work to do. And you're allowed to say no because you literally don't have to say yes to everything. And if you do say yes to everything, just like you said, Grace, in your question, you will burn yourself out. You will burn the candle at both ends and it'll happen so quick and you'll blink and you'll be like, wow, how did I get here? It's because I was a people pleaser and I just kept trying to say yes to everything and it didn't work. Thank you for listening to this episode of 8020. If you enjoyed it, please let me know by dropping a rate and a review. This helps more people just like you find and listen to the show. Don't forget to follow me, Lily, on Instagram. My username is at LilyRako, that's L-I-L-Y-R-A-K-O-W, and follow the podcast Instagram page as well, which is 8020pod, that's 8020pod on Instagram. New episodes of 8020 go live every Monday and Thursday, or subscribe to stay up to date with the latest.